You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. So now we continue with some events that happened year five of the Hijrah after the Battle of Ahzab. After the Battle of, of the Ahzab, so the Quraysh, they really realized that Islam became powerful. There was an influential person in Mecca, pagan at this time. His name was Amr ibn al-As. You probably have heard of him. This hadith is mentioned in Musnad Ahmad. Amr ibn, ibn al-As, he narrates this hadith. He says, after the Battle of Ahzab, I gathered a group of Qurayshis who would listen to me, some of my men. I said, I said to them, don't you see, by God, how the affair of Muhammad keeps getting bigger and stronger? Just see how he's just being supported. So I have an idea, Amr ibn al-As is saying to his pagan men, let's migrate to Ethiopia in Africa. And who was the just ruler in, in Ethiopia? Najashi. Let's migrate to the Najashi. If Muhammad achieves victory, then we'll be safe with the Najashi. For we would rather be under the Najashi's rule than Muhammad's rule. Look at the hatred. Look at the hatred of this man. Now, by the way, later he becomes Muslim and he's a companion that other schools of thought respect. We consider him a hypocrite, of course. But look, someone who has this hatred, you really think he's going to side with the Prophet? He says, I'd rather be ruled by this Najashi than Muhammad. He, he, he legit hated the Prophet So he says, if Muhammad rules, we're not going to live under his rule. And if Quraysh achieve victory over Muhammad, they know us. So they'll, give, they'll be good to us. We can always go back. His men told him this, this is an excellent suggestion. Perfect. He said, let's bring some good gifts and let's take these gifts to him. The Arabs had this dessert or this food called the Adim or Adam. Najashi really liked this food. So he said, let's get as much as this that we can and let's take it as a gift to Najashi. When they arrived there to Najashi in Ethiopia, you cross the Red Sea to go to Ethiopia from Mecca. They realized that the Prophet had sent a messenger from, on, on, from his behalf, on his behalf, from where? From Medina to Najashi. His name was Amr ibn Umayya al-Dhamri. They realized that this man was meeting the Najashi. Amr ibn Umayya had come to check on Ja'far, the son of Abu Talib and the other Muslims, because they were there in, in Ethiopia under the rule of Najashi. Remember the first wave of migration? The Muslims migrated to Ethiopia. Ja'far, the brother of Imam Ali was the leader of that first group. So he came to check on them and he had a letter for the Najashi from the Prophet. Amr ibn al-As says, I told my companions, let me see the Najashi, the king. Let me give him the gifts. And then I'll ask him to hand over the messenger of the Prophet so I can behead him. When Quraysh hear that we have killed the messenger of Muhammad, 
we will earn status with them. So in the future, they will honor us for that. So Amr ibn al-As says, I entered to see al-Najashi. I prostrated to him as I would do so in the past. Because he had come several times before. So when the Najashi saw him, he told him, welcome my friend. Did you bring me any gifts? Meaning that good dessert that you have in Arabia. He said, yes, I have brought you a lot of these gifts. Then Amr ibn al-As makes his request. He tells him, O king, I saw a man who had just visited you. This man is the messenger of Muhammad and Muhammad is our enemy. Many of our great warriors and noblemen were killed because of him in the battlefield. So I have a request from you. This man, this messenger, hand him over to me and I want to get rid of him. I want to kill him. Amr ibn al-As says, the minute I said that to Najashi, I saw the anger in his face. And he started beating his face. You know, sometimes when you're so angry or appalled at a suggestion, you just beat your face. So the king started doing that. He said, I feared he's going to break his nose. So I really got scared. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. He might kill me any moment. He's the king. So he apologized to the king. Amr ibn al-As says, I'm sorry. If I knew my suggestion would disturb you so much, I would not have made it. So please forgive me. Then Ajashi responds to him. He tells him, you want me to kill the messenger of a man who is visited by the same angel who used to visit Moses and Jesus? In other words, what is the Ajashi saying? That I believe Muhammad is connected to Allah. Jibra'il visits him. How do you expect me to kill him? Amr ibn al-As, when he hears this from the king, from the Najashi, he's surprised. But he tells him, is that so? That he is a prophet? He said, yes. And oh, Amr, I'm giving you advice. Obey me, go follow Muhammad. I swear by Allah, he's on the truth. And just as Allah gave victory to Moses over the Pharaoh and his army, Allah will give victory to Muhammad. So I am telling you, listen to me, become Muslim. At that point, Amr ibn al-As says, I said to Rajashi, yes, you make sense. I will become a Muslim. Let me pledge you allegiance. You be a witness that I have become a Muslim. So this was the moment where Amr ibn al-As decided to become Muslim. Now we believe Amr ibn al-As was a hypocrite. Later you will see what he did with Muawiyah, how he fought Imam Ali salam. He was the staunchest enemy against Imam Ali. Why do you think he became Muslim? Based on the clues, why do you think he became a Muslim? See, just moments earlier, he said that I'd rather live under this king than Muhammad. I'm running away from Arabia because Muhammad might get stronger there. He hated the Prophet. What changed him? But then later he declared his Islam. Later he goes to Medina and he says to the Prophet, I've become Muslim. But it was during that moment that he decided to become Muslim. Why do you think that is the case? Exactly. Amr ibn al-As was very savvy and smart. He's like, look, if this king with all his wisdom is telling me that Muhammad is achieving victory, then he's right. Then it seems that Muhammad will achieve victory. And if Muhammad achieves victory, let me go and benefit from that victory. See, many hypocrite companions, that's what they thought. When they saw that the Prophet had the potential to succeed, let's go join him. Because they wanted power. And in fact, Amr ibn al-As got power later. 
Amr ibn al-As got a lot of power. He was smart, so he, he knew how to play his cards properly. Not for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but for his personal interests. So later, he leaves. He doesn't tell his companions there. He secretly leaves as a Muslim. And then later he meets the Prophet and he says that I have become Muslim. Now, Amr ibn Umayyah, the messenger of the Prophet, he had made, he had brought two letters from the Prophet to Najashi. In one of the letters, he told the Najashi that the Prophet wants to marry Um Habiba. We've talked about Um Habiba, um Habiba before. Because her husband in Ethiopia, he left Islam. So she was left without a husband. The Prophet wanted to honor her sacrifices, so he married her. The Najashi agreed. Secondly, the Prophet invites the Najashi to become a Muslim. He tells him that we believe that Isa is the spirit of Allah. It's a beautiful letter. We have the text of the letter. And that Maryam was a very pure and chaste lady. I invite you to follow me, for I am a messenger from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The narrator says when Najashi read the letter of the Prophet, he took the letter, he put it on his eyes, and he showed so much respect to this letter, and he sat on the floor to show his humbleness for Rasulullah and he became a Muslim. He didn't declare his Islam openly, so he can still rule as a powerful king, and not to create any more enemies, but he remained as a Muslim following the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 